Welcome to RPG Cast, episode 653 for the week of October 29th, 2022. I'm your host, Chris Privetier, bringing you my cat. He's sitting on my shoulder. He wants lots of attention. He does not like that I'm podcasting. He just wants to show his butt to his Twitch. Okay, good, good cat. All right. Also joining me today um, is Kelly Ryan. That is one standard issue cat. That is a very standard issue cat. Um, and also with his own standard issue cat, but more muted and gray is, uh, Phil Willis. I'm going to ship you. We're going to do an exchange. I'm going to ship you tiger. No. You ship me your cat and let's see if Anna your cat the is adorable. I would I love know. to play with your cat. <laughs> Salutations, felicitations, and jubilations. Notice nobody's uh, clamoring to want to take my cat. Which one? You have 20 of them. Well, first off, it's only six. Oh, okay. It, it would have been seven, but uh, yeah, it was I can almost get to that seven. Later. Um, but, oh, but are we the, leaving? The, the, okay. the one that's the most famous one on the cast, Alice, the mm-hmm. uh, destroyer of amiibos and all things collectible. Okay. So, so the the story of almost getting a seventh cat was Va- Vaughn and I. Um, we we take the dog to get his nails trimmed at PetSmart every month. Um. It's just easier, and the one time I tried to trim his nails, it did not turn out well and ended up in an emergency vet visit, and yeah. So, we we take it to PetSmart every month, and of course, I've always got to go look at the cats at PetSmart because I love looking at cats. And there was this one little black cat that seemed like it had been there forever. And we swore that we was going to adopt that cat. We was going to give it one more month. And if she was still there, we we was going to adopt her because we felt bad for her. It was a th- three-month-old little black cat named Onyx. Um, she, she's so adorable. And um, we, we go yesterday, and she wasn't there. So I asked the attendant, um, I was like, well, what, what happened to the little black cat in that cage? And, it, and he was like, do you mean Onyx or Opal? Like, wait, what? It was like, yeah, it was actually two black cats. There were two cats the whole time. <laughs> Identical but, kitties all the way. But the funny thing was that, so apparently they were daughter and mother. And even the attendants could could barely tell them apart. That checks out. Yeah. Which, if, if you guys have black cats, if you guys ever had black cats, you know, they, they're impossible to tell apart. The, the re- there's a reason the Reddit devoted to them is just slash r slash avoid. <laughs> but what's funny is that if you if you have your own black cats, you know the little quirks that you can tell them. Because you have to learn them. You you have no uh, choice. Because when, when we still had Ozzy, when Ozzy was still alive, Ch- Ozzy was chonky and Zoro was slightly floofier. Don't you fat and shame he, your cat. Yeah. And even uh, seeing the two cats on the Rescue Sites website, it was like, oh, yeah, one of them has a lot more white little flecks of white hair on their chest compared to the other. So, yeah. Uh, two identical black cats that we felt sorry for. And they are they seem to be adopted out now. So, yay. And it was a no-kill shelter anyway. So, but I, I wanted that little cat to be a part of our kitty family. I, I've told Vaughn several times, seven is a lucky number. <laughs> and how many times has he agreed with this statement? 
never. Mm-hmm. No, no, his, he also says, that, yeah, if, you know, if something happens to me, you're going to end up living with your mom again, and your mom's going to have like 20 cats at her house at that point. And Kelly hears that and says, I don't hear what the problem is. <laughs> no. Well, I mean, yeah, my, my poor mom, she would have to deal with right now 11 cats and three dogs. If I had to go back to live there, so um, I, I never thought of that until Vaughn pointed. I was like, "Oh, yeah, you're right." Well, I guess nothing better happened to you. <laughs> I, I'm talking about cats because I really didn't. Play it is RPG me. cats. Yeah, I I just hit level or renowned eighty, and wow. Oh boy. So I can go. It's what everyone's been waiting for. The return of weekly progression. Wow. Talk. Oh yeah. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, buddy. That's RPG cast. So according to you, I can just go pick up those. um, Yeah. Things that will level up to the 60 cup. There is a vendor by the flight point in Oribos that you can buy a little token. You'll, You'll need three of them. That you can switch the other covenants, pop the token, you'll be 60 renowned with that other covenant. And then switch back. Yep. Because I'm going to go do that right now. You should. You'll get lots of mounts and and anima and all sorts of crap. Yeah, it'll it'll give me a a couple of mounts. Because I think I only need like 20 to get to the next mount achievement. Yeah, I've been wondering if I should do some mount collecting or whatever. For me, it's hard. There's so many For me, things it's to been collect. hard not to be able to get the ones that you can buy without reputation or a lot of special currency. I, I, I like doing at... the easy ones. I don't do yeah. them all, but I like doing the easy ones. There's a lot of easy ones. Fawn is I checking doing... my mask, math and asking, don't you need a fourth one for when you switch back? No, because your renown level is retained. So since she's 80 in the fourth one, she doesn't need a token for the for coming back. Yeah, so the next level of mounts is 350, and I am at 328. So t- 22 mounts to get to the um, Biting Frost Shard well, Core. Yeah, but the, the real cool one is 500. Do you see that one now? The uh, otter? otter? Yeah, oh, that's I know. pretty good. I want, that's making I me want to grind one. 500 mounts. How they Blizzard turned that around from a mount that nobody cared about that was a reskinned Yeti to... Amount that people actually want. <laughs> when people complain, this reward sucks. Wait, if if I switch covenants, I've got research going for the anima conductor. It will cancel can... it. Yes. Son of a bitch. Well, that's twelve hours. And your wait. all your missions will be canceled too. Okay. Oh, I now can wait what? It, here's hours. a thing that it's useful for. If you're looking for a particular mission, just keep switching covenants until you get it. <laughs> <laughs> Which is funny because I don't give two craps about that mission table. Well, then it doesn't matter. <laughs> but it, but it's also frustrating because the the Carrion mission table absolutely sucks. And when I was doing the Maldraxxus one, it was like, okay, this one has much better units. They did not balance this worth a crap. Yeah. But yeah, so I'm going to hold off on that, though I am going to go buy that token to send to two of my alts. 
I, I was going to upgrade the Sanctum to do the Orbeos po portal, but then I realized, wait a minute, I'm an engineer. I have the little wormhole toy. That but you'll want to do it anyway because you want to get all the upgrades to at least level three because that'll max yeah. out how much anima you get. Unless you don't care about anima anymore and then you don't want to touch this at all and just forget, just like Blizzard, forget Shadowlands existed and move on to Dragonflight. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I'm I'm gonna at least maybe want to farm up additional anima to get some of the extra mounts and maybe some of the extra um like transmog appearances just just for the heck of it because I I do collect transmog stuff. Other than that, yeah, I'm I'm kind of waiting for dragon. I kept I kept wanting to say Dragon Force because we was watching Dragon Force stuff last night on Discord. Dragon. <laughs> Flight. I'm gonna call that. I'm gonna call that stupid expansion everything but Dragonlands. People are calling it Dragonlands and Dragonlance. Yeah. You gonna play Wild Dragonlands, Phil? You know that sounds super exciting, <laughs> but no, <laughs> no. My my heart and soul belongs to Final Fantasy XIV until I beat it. Yeah. How's that coming along? Very slowly. You're not even subbed right now. Right, not right now, no. Taking a little break after Heaven Sword because the the uh, Twitch community cried out and said, please, no more please, Final Fantasy no more. 14. We need, please, we need something else. You. Please Don't give be us tits. Nobody can just stream FF14 and be a successful Twitch streamer. No. Oh, wait. Actually, they do. Just oh. Not what our community wants on your your prolific streams. Exactly. Phil, your streams influenced me. <laughs> I'm a social media influencer. Do you know what, what I, I do? do? I play. What do you do? I play Vampire Survivor now. Isn't it cool? It's really cool. I just right? want to keep leveling it up and and unlocking more things. I got so close. I got so close. I was 28 minutes, and then it was just too oh. much. I couldn't anymore. I was oh. trying too. I was like, I'm not giving up. I must survive. And it's like the game's like, no. Try again. Oh, that's a shame. Vampire yeah. Survivor sounds like a roguelike. Yep. It is a roguelite structure, but it's an action auto <laughs> an auto shooting action game. It's a like a <laughs> it's like what is it? Like reverse tower defense? I don't know. It's a mm -hmm. twin stick shooter, but it's only using one, one stick, stick. So it's a single stick shooter. <laughs> it's a single stick shooter. It does the shooting for you. You pick up okay. upgrades and move around the map. So you have to kind of chart out your build and you have to avoid walking into enemies and then you try to walk over the experience crystals they drop and then uh, you go from there. Right. Okay, it sounds like Geometry Wars but without the act having to actually aim. Yeah, it's more about like just having fun and upgrading it and doing a run and then doing it again. Um, okay, Tam and Chaos say it's reverse bullet hell. Oh... The okay. problem is that bullet hell is about the hell of bullets that you must dodge through, which is still here. <laughs> so I don't know if I agree with that. Just think of it as Castlevania meets binding, blind, uh, binding of Isaac, binding of Isaac. Yeah, it's definitely more about the combinations of upgrades that you get. So it is very roguelike in that regard, because mm -hmm. you don't know what's ever going to drop. It's really um, and, good. And, for the yeah, for the right, you know, for for your runs, you're going to want the right combination, the, the most powerful combinations to get you through those last few minutes. And I yeah. I was doing so good. I had the I had 
I was out of upgrades, right? So I didn't know you cap out and, but not every, apparently it'll only give you so many upgrades in a run. So you can't max out everything that you're holding, but you can get a bunch of things to level eight. At least that's where I'm at. That's how it works. Um, so I had, I, I guess I need to make better decisions about what things I max out out of the things I can max out is the impression I get. Yeah. And it's, and it's a rogue light. So as you, as you do your runs, you'll earn currency that you can use to permanently upgrade your account. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So that's my favorite being the, um, the regen (laughs) regen's nice. I like regen. Cause it means it it rewards my dodging with regeneration. Yeah. And, uh, but you can also, you can also buy, uh, upgrades that make the monsters tougher, but give you better rewards. So, and then you do that to kind of grind through your unlocks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's lots of different things to unlock too. Uh, like there's certain relics that are hidden, not really hidden. There's big girls pointing to them in located in certain stages that you'll want to get to. And by doing certain hurdles, clearing certain achievements, you will unlock other characters who start off with different weapons. So it's pretty fun. And it's just it's it's just like this perfect little bite-sized adventure. Like you sit down and you think you're just going to be there for a couple of minutes. Next, you know, 30 minutes has passed by. That's the problem with this game is when things go perfectly, it's a 30 minute run, which seems fine on its own. Right. Like I'm sitting down to play for half an hour. But when it's stacked on top of four or five failed 10 minute runs, this game is very time intensive. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think the runs could be shorter because if it, it kind of comes off at first like the short bite-sized things you do when you got like you mm-hmm. need a mental break for five 15 minutes but then next thing you know half an hour has passed by because that run was going so good and you can't stop in the middle nor but do also you, really you, you failed so now you want to try again or that yeah <laughs> now it's like yeah. oh here's another half hour like come on it's also got a very rocky soundtrack. the soundtrack's so great <laughs> it is so good and every time you open up a treasure chest it does this and then it changes the key if you got really good treasure it's like oh my gosh i've got treasure the dopamine overload from opening up those treasure chests all the colors the music the sights the sounds weapons flying in different directions it's dopamine overload it's just yeah it's just crazy and insane and it's fun. And I've gotten friends who don't like games addicted to Vampire Hunter or Survivor, Vampire Survivor. It's that good. We tried um, on your stream, we had you put it on quick mode where the clock goes twice as fast. And it was like, yeah. oh, good. That'll be much faster runs. Then we realized, wait a second. <laughs> you still need to. Oh, you're getting like half the experience now. <laughs> and the, right. the monsters keep going up. As per the timer. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, you're, yeah, your experience, your monsters are leveling up twice as fast, but, yeah, you don't quite get twice the experience. And if you're really good, you can maybe keep up with it, but, like, you got to be killing those things and staying on top of it. Mm-hmm. Chaos says a full run's more than 30 minutes, which I don't know how that works, but all right. Is this free to play or is it? Uh... It's five dollars, Kelly. Okay. It used to be free on itch.io, and then they went one point and they're like, "Can you like pay now?" <laughs> Where is it uh, on Steam? Or... It's on Steam. Yeah. 
Okay. Vampire Savior. Survivor. Vampire Survivor, sorry. I've I've had Saturn on the brain. Got it confused. Wait, I don't know if Vampire Saver is a Dark Stalker's name or not. That Maybe is a... Not. That, they're saying it's $3 now. What? I don't even know. It's cheap. All right, it's $3. It's $5. Steam Vampire Survivor. And I've been told by your chat, Phil, specifically I think Mr. Chaos, who's here right now, that there are clones of it that are better? There's definitely clones. I, I don't know if I've seen one that... I personally feel is you know better. They're, they definitely some of them look obviously nicer because Vampire Survivors uses this pixelated look that is probably not winning a ton of awards. All right, but uh, but I don't know if any. I haven't seen any of them that look like to me that they, they are universally held to you know be be more fun. All right, Vampire Survivors is currently five dollars on Steam. It's on sale right now for four dollars. Ooh, so. talking field savings. Um, also 399 yen, 599 in Australian dollars. I don't know what our dollars are. Is that Russia? Is that a different place? Um, I don't, I have this mod installed on my browser that tells me steam prices in other countries. So the best place to buy it is this. Yeah, that was Brazilian dollars. You're right. Thanks, Tim. The third one down is the one. That's a, a flag that's a white bar, a blue bar, and then a red bar. It's 160. This is Cyrillic, so I don't know how to pronounce these letters. P-Y and then a weird symbol. And that would equivalent to $2.60 in our currency. So there you go. That's, go buy it there. And if it's a global unlock, you're good to go. Okay, nobody cares. All right. Anyway, Vampire Survivor. Highly recommended. That's fun. That's fun stuff. Um, Chaos says, here's the... Um, Oh, we'll come back to that for a second. Chaos says, here's the, uh, here's the clones. Bone Razor Minions, 20 Minutes Till Dawn, and Rogue Genesia. Okay, let's look up Rogue Genesia, because I can't even pronounce that one. Genesia. Rogue colon Genesia. And, oh, it's like Vampire Survivor, but it looks kind of more like Octopath Traveler in its graphics, <laughs> which is kind of cool. Um, funny. I can just add all these to my wish list because one of these might be good. Twenty minutes till dawn. I I added a bunch of them to my wish list, and I'm just waiting uh, for them to come out. A lot, almost all the ones I've looked at are in early access, so I'm just kind of waiting for them to come out and see how they do once they're 100% ready to go. Oh, Bone Razor or um, Twenty Minutes Till Dawn is straight up like shooter stuff going on, like bullets coming out of your character. All right, and Bone Razor Minions. Is, how are you doing? Are you Okay, yeah, all three are in early access still. Okay, so there's a there's a thing, people are doing a thing, and then everyone's copying them. Guys, there's a there's a Scream festival on Steam. Mm. It's the Steam Scream Fest. It's you know it's a fall sale, which like all recent Steam sales is probably woefully underwhelming, but uh, there it is. Is it over underwhelming because we've bought everything, or is it underwhelming because... Uh... Why not both? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about you, but I've bought a lot of Steam stuff. All right, here we go. Here, I want to see the... Um, why do I have nine hidden vampire games? Show me all the vampire games. I don't want nine hidden. Eighteen hidden. Why are they hidden? Because uh, you have, like, 
search criteria and stuff like on your account did you block games chaos does that a lot i i hide Ooh, yeah. ignored items okay why would i ignore a game okay let's don't hide ignore things i have one product marked as as i have one game ignored on my steam in steam it's called furry hitler <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay keeping that one ignored. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's probably okay to ignore. I don't know when I did that. I don't remember what it was, but it, so hiding it worked. <laughs> so I don't know why it's hiding anything because I have, I don't have anything filtered. Enable infant scrolling, hide ignored items. We checked. I've only got furry Hitler ignored, which is where he belongs. And I've got all the mature things included, so I don't know what it's hiding. Maybe it's hiding things I own without telling me. So I'll just keep going this way. So what do we got for vampire games that are that are in here? Uh, we got Vampire for $8. Castlevania Advance Collection, 40% off. You're going to fill you like Castlevania games, right? Yeah, I got that one already. You play them all. Castlevania Lord of Shadows 1 and 2. Could see Patrick Stewart be a isn't he the horse in this game? I forget how that works. No. Oh. He's the advisor, I think. Okay. You do get like a talking steed or something, I think, but whatever. There's Lords of Shadow where you become Dracula. Oh, spoilers. Um yeah. you can tell with the cover art of the second game that you're 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 kind of Dracula. <laughs> I never played Lords of Shadow too. I didn't hear I enjoyed... as good of things about it, but I yeah. I also didn't hear very bad things about it. I just think people stopped caring. I, I enjoyed one quite a bit, but it was also one of those ones that you you could tell it was aping everything popular at the time, like God of War and Dante's Inferno and Quick Time Events. And... <laughs> Chaos is good. Don't play Lords of Shadows too. <laughs> uh, oh God, what else? What is... Oh, and then there's Mirror Fate HD, which is a sequel to Lord of Shadows. What? And it's oh, oh HD. Mean, yeah, that was a 3DS game that I think they upscaled. Oh, okay, because nobody played it. How could it be a DS yeah. game if it doesn't start with a D and an S? I couldn't tell. Mirror you. Fate would be out for the Nintendo M. Well, wait, that would not be a good system acronym. Uh, <laughs> all right, whatever. Um, Mirror of Fate was a rogue, not rogue, like a, a Metroidvania. So we, that we by, yeah, that's by Mercury Steam. Okay. The, I can't uh, remember what else Mercury Steam did. Yeah, we've got a lot of Blood Ring games here. We got Vampire: The Masquerade Redemption, Legacy of Cain games, um, the Case Book of Arn. Which I almost read as the casebook of anime, but it, no, it's very much anime inspired. Okay, yeah, we're getting we're scraping the barrel here. Sex Adventures, Vampire Express Train, probably not, probably not the quality content you're looking for. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, that's the Steam Scream Fest. I hope everyone enjoyed it. What, what else have I been playing? What is? Wait, we've got vampire games, folks. Including one called Sir Whoopass. 
<laughs> Meet Sir Whoopass, the hero from wow. the small indie studio Atomic Elbow, who, due to a series of hilarious and poor life choices, manages to bring chaos and disarray to a utopian world. He must find the legendary villain beating artifact to vanquish the immortal, now with Halloween loot. It's got a that positive sounds- reaction. <laughs> Is it actually like good? That sounds like a barrel of fun. You get a jetpack. I want more info on this. All right, I need to look more about this later. Also, there's a statue stuck in a dab, so that's pretty good, too. All right, well, I'm going to close this so it stops ah, distracting me. Sir Whoopass, what Sir a classic. Whoopass. I, I think we've got a new trailer to watch tonight, trailer. Or, or... I'm telling you, right, someone's going to pay for Captain Whoopass. I, I will. On the, <laughs> on the trailer channel points there. All right, so... Uh, what else have I been playing? Uh, I started New World last week. Did I mention that last? No, probably not, because I did it after the show. Yeah, we talked about yeah. it, though. Oh, okay. We were, we were helping you over your guilt. So we're I played some more, and I, I chopped a lot of trees. Nice. Why did you have guilt over or New World? Um, Because it's not good, and I wanted to play it, right? Um... I think it was because, yeah, the internet the internet says that it's not good and it's a waste of time. So Chris somehow feels guilty because the internet has a different opinion than he might have of it. And we talked about being good with your money and then do you have the money to spend on this? And we decided, yes, I do. And so I took this game whose um, recent reviews are very positive and I gave it a try and it's been positive. Now I did go back and play some more WoW after that. I need to I, my plan was to play more New World today. Um and for a bit I was like, "Oh no, I've made a mistake. I've I've started up two MMOs at once. This is never do that." And then I realized New World doesn't charge a monthly fee. Really? Yeah. It's like Elder Scrolls oh! Online. You just buy the game. Oh. I didn't know that. Yeah, There's neither did I. So they what they they do have a cosmetic cash shop. But, like, from what I can tell, I didn't see any game-breaking items in there, though I read somewhere that there are experience boosts that you can buy, so that they must be in there. But, um, yeah, you could just buy the game and be done with it. Just play when you feel like it, which is pretty cool, I think. Yeah, okay, yeah. That, that actually might get me to download it. I don't have to worry about a monthly subscription. I, it's still just an MMO, so don't go into it expecting too much, but... For some reason, I'm enjoying chopping down trees. <laughs> it's you like, are a wrong with that. you don't care. Yeah. It's very easy to just chop down trees. I'm like, yeah, I'm just going to do this for a while. It's like, you're like level 50 and log working. Like, all right. <laughs> Give me more of those logs. Yeah, that's all I've been doing. Kelly, what have you been playing? Oh, aside from WoW, I've been playing uh, more Shining Force 3, and I can't believe I didn't realize this sooner. That game pretty much did Mass Effect before Mass Effect was a thing. Oh, by carrying your story across three chapters. Well, the reason you didn't realize it, because it didn't come out here. Yeah. Well, yeah, of course. Not really, at least. But uh, so I, I finished the second chapter and I was like, oh, my God, this is amazing. Because the, the f- Kelly, the if first... it does like Mass Effect, you better get be careful. Well, yeah, <laughs> you're in for some disappointment it, Oh, in more ways than one, because I'm like, oh, my God, this is so amazing. Because the first chapter ends with um, 
your character kind of defeating the bad guy and then the prince that you were allied with challenging you to a fight. And then the end of the second chapter, you find out why that prince challenges you to a fight because you'd been playing him the whole time. Well, he challenges you to a fight because um, you were, your mother's been taken hostage. And then, like, the, you say the, the two characters are fighting the pr prince of the empire and the um, mercenary of the republic. And then a third guy shows up and is like, wait, stop the fighting. And that's who you play as in the third chapter. So now I've got to see how that plays out. But then, so what do they keep showing the end of the game a little bit further in each game? Yeah, and then go back to the beginning from this other perspective. So something like that. Yeah, interesting. Then, then tragedy struck because <laughs> the there was a game breaking crash in the third game, like very early on, and I couldn't figure out if it was an emulator issue or a oh gosh, what would you call it? Uh, uh, a patching issue with um with the the subtitle or the translation the subtitles yeah and i spent all day thursday trying to troubleshoot this mm. because i i i wanted to try it in a different emulation core but then my save file wouldn't carry over and i was trying to figure out how to get my save file or how to convert my save file to another thing and then i learned that um, in Japan, they released a premium disc that lets you create a save file for Shining Force 3, third scenario, where you can you take a little survey and answer a bunch of questions, and it'll create a save file for that third game, with the, assuming that you made those decisions. So kind of like how Mass Effect 2 had that thing where you, you had have to a little take comic a little book, survey. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and it, it was it was like very neat. It's like okay, this is real. This was really cool of them to do this for uh, people that you know wanted to play through the third scenario again, but not necessarily have to mess with all of the decisions and stuff like that. The problem was I couldn't figure out for the life of me where RetroArch was putting my save files on the Steam Deck. <laughs> And I was tearing my hair out trying to figure this out. I, I was like downloading games and trying to get through them enough so that I could get a save file so that I could see where it was at. And just doing all the stuff and I couldn't find the save file. So I start talking to Chris and he looks into it and he's like, hell, it creates a universal save file that apes a memory card. I'm yep. like, wait, what? He's like, yeah. So it pretends to be your little save cartridge like you had in the machine, unless yeah. you specifically tell it to drop a specific save file next to the game, which wouldn't work for what she wanted to do anyway, which yeah. is to have another game read a different game's save file. So she needed this pretend to yes. be a save cartridge thing going on. But so yeah. I'm sitting there thinking, like, wait, you're telling me that I could have d done this the whole time, you know, just created the save file booted up the game that i wanted without having to mess with renaming stuff yep. and it would have worked yep he's like yes <laughs> like come on, chris all you had chris, to do I was try you. it and it just would have worked apparently <laughs> you know one of those things where you, you're overthinking something and then you tell it to somebody else and because they haven't been staring at this problem for the past 24 hours they're like well, why don't you try this and it works. Well, it wasn't that straightforward. I had to sit down and technically break down what's going on in the simulator, what's it doing with saves. And that's when I realized, like, wait, 
they've got the save. This says it has three files, one for this RAM, this RAM, this RAM. Oh, of course. It's emulating a, a RAM bucket. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, when you're messing around with RetroArch, you're dealing with so many different cores that yeah, are. No, yeah, you get confused because everything's different. They all do things differently. They all have different options. They all work differently. They, they don't all work as reliably as each other. <laughs> And you try and Google for it, like, and you'll see, like, plenty of help for the SNES cores, but nobody cares about the Saturn ones, so. Nope. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I have a save file that has all my a- uh, answers for the previous games. Granted, I'm not going to have the character stats carry over, but to be honest, I don't really care about that. I just want to be able to, you know, do with the decisions I made, like, you know, me saving all the villagers in that one village that took forever because supposedly you get a really cool item from doing that that's pretty cool and and yeah i chris helping me was like that this is so awesome that he he managed to figure that out for me but at the same time i feel like an idiot but it's emulation baby that's... This is how it goes. This is for for as mu- as easy as that was for me to figure out. I guarantee you, there have been simpler problems I've spent five times as long working on. So yes. So um, I'm going to be booting up Shining Force Three Scenario Three for probably like the third time. I don't think the core I'm using now is going to have that crash issue. <laughs> Let's hope see. not. <laughs> we don't know. I've got you go through different... all this and you don't know. For those playing at home, Kelly is playing on the Beetle core now, which is the current fan favorite Saturn emulation core, because Yabause has been discontinued and multiple forks and various You need like um you need like the the footnotes in Lord of the Rings to kind of follow the uh, hierarchies here of who came from what. So Mm -hmm. it's messy. Yes, Saturn emulation is uh, a trip. It's, it's been trying to be a thing for, God, 20 years now. Uh, I wonder how it's going like, on the uh, Mr. with the FPGA-based mm-hmm. emulation. If that's better, worse, just different. Probably just different. <laughs> I don't. I honestly don't know there. Couldn't tell you. Um, I've, I've successfully not gone down that rabbit hole yet. But I'm about you know, to have six weeks off from work for surgery recovery. Let's hope mm-hmm. I don't fall down that rabbit hole during that. <laughs> Come back. Oh, I don't like MMOs. I like emulation. Like, oh, come on, Chris. <laughs> Chris finds a new hobby. This week on RPG Cast, what's Chris throwing ba- good money after bad this week? And, you know, all of this wouldn't be a problem if, you know, the Saturn didn't have stupid, expensive RPGs that are really good and Sega would actually make them available. So at the end of the day, I'm blaming Sega for all of this. It is Sega's fault. Yeah, you made the Saturn too hard to make to deal with, and you overpriced it, and you didn't you didn't play to your strengths where you could do you could put two D games on it and have Kelly, really amazing. Kelly, 2D it's games. time to let it go. They they screwed no, up. I'll never let they it go. screwed up, and they they lost their entire company more or less. Like it's done. Well, since we're on this subject, let's talk about the Vita. Oh gosh, <laughs> that co- that didn't sink their company though. That's true. Well, I guess neither did the Saturn. It was the Dreamcast. <laughs> so 
Although I will say after Bertie Stolward died, I finally forgave him because he was basically giving given a sinking ship with a uh, thimble to bail it out when he took over Sega. And for the longest time, I thought he was the reason for some of the issues that they had, which no, it was Sega of Japan being idiots and Yuji Naka being a diva and just, just all sorts of things. Aren't they God, still doing hit- that today? Like, aren't they... Didn't they have some controversy last week we were talking about? I forget. I know Uh, that people were upset at them for not delaying Sonic Frontiers and them insisting that it needs to be out now. (laughs) Or whenever it comes out instead of waiting. You don't understand. We need the money. (laughs) (laughs) We can't make it good because we need the money. But it won't get money if it's not good. It'll get enough. (laughs) That's what Sega's telling us. Uh, I'm gonna be waiting for uh, reviews on Sonic Frontiers. Yeah, no, right. Bake. I'm sorry. I'm not an expert on the Sega failures. You're right. The uh, Dreamcast may not have actually sunk Sega. It may have already been a dead company, and it was just the last hurrah as they as they fell out the door. Uh, and then they released Persona Five. Yeah, that's right. That's where the money's coming from now. Atlas, stop taking it from. <laughs> Stop worrying about Sonic money? I I don't know. Use use the Persona money to fund your... No, use the Persona money to fund more Persona. It's been like six years since a Persona. You realize that? Yeah, I forgot about that. Persona 5 release date? September 15th, 2016. It's been over six years. When's the next one coming? It took eight years between four and five, I think. Yeah. What are you talking about? We got strikers. Don't doesn't count. <laughs> it's totally a thing. Tam says Soul Hackers two and SMT five came out. Like I don't care. Where is the next Persona game? Because <laughs> did the do you think the same team made all those? Because if they did. They do a lot better in one area than the other two. <laughs> I can tell you that much. But, but also, really, uh, SMT5 and Soul Hackers 2, two games that felt very half-assed and thrown because out. Because they're working said, so hard on Persona 6, Kelly. That better be the case. <laughs> I sure hope so. Otherwise, it's going to be sad. If if Persona 6 comes out and is a subpar game, then I am going to be done with SMT. We've talked about this in me. That's a lie. <laughs> because Persona 7 will come out and you'll be like, well, it might be. I'll give it a try. I'll give it a try. Why not? What's the worst that could happen? I'm, I mean, the, the meme, you're, you're out of line, but you're right. <laughs> <laughs> Phil, uh, should we talk about what you've been playing? Or did, Kelly, did you have more? No, I'm done. I okay. don't. We went from emulation to Sega to why SMT has sucked recently. <laughs> How did we get here? Oh, right. So yeah, I think it's a good transition to talk to Phil about other stuff he's been playing, if he's been playing anything. Right? Well, it'd be kind of boring if I was streaming and not actually playing games. <laughs> You're playing something because you've been Play, streaming. Yeah, Playing something. <laughs> Uh, I've been playing more more Trails in the Sky, and what I'm... Are you liking that? You know, I'm really feeling tits. Oh, boy. You know, they feel good. This I mean, the game feels good. This stupid acronym, it just... Um, 
it's not my, my fault. show hasn't been this. kid friendly since that acronym came out you know they're right you guys started this i'm just carrying on Anna just laughed from the other room <laughs> see see it never gets old it just it doesn't uh yeah no it's 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 a slow burn we kind of talked about this in the stream but uh, my expectations were set to a particular standard thanks to people like anna of Mm -hmm. like don't expect too much it's a very slow beginning it's very methodical it's It's so slow anna hasn't played the trails in the sky games because of how slow they are i don't blame her right it is it is a super slow start if it wasn't for but it's got cheerful music and yeah, it's you know, very true. They're learning yeah, how to make a good RPG. The jazziest. This of, sorry, jazz. this is one of the few times where I disagree with Anna and side with Chris on something where, like, yeah, no, you should have stuck with Trails in the Sky. I haven't mm-hmm. stuck with Trails in the Sky. Wait, I thought that you said you wanted to play all of them. I want to play all of them. I plan to play all of them, but I have not yet done it. So I can't say that I've stuck with it or that I was able to do it or say I got through it. You can, too, because I haven't done it yet. Okay. As much as I'd like to be like, yeah, be like me. Like right now, me is being bad. So don't be like me. Be like Kelly. Which is usually a good actually thing to say, actually. That's probably good advice. Be like Kelly. Uh, so yeah, for me, it's easier to kind of get through because, you know, the expectations, I think, are are, are a big part of my enjoyment of something. Your if chat also game, likes it more than other games. Oh, they, they, they do. <laughs> you know, we did a survey and I was surprised, though. Uh, tits tied with uh, Baldur's Gate. And like they both were tied for number one spot of what people want me to scream. <laughs> okay. And that was I missed that survey. Yeah, yeah, that was. Uh, if you contributed, I'm sure you would have. I'm not vote. sure what I would have voted for because yeah. both are equal to me. But I figured everyone would have wanted something else. Um, we're supposed to vote for what you want and let everybody else vote what they want. You don't try to think about what they want. No, no, I know, I know but I'm I I'm thinking about it now because we're after the ah, survey. I'm okay. surprised. Was there another option? Yeah, the games I've been playing, I had to. Oh, it's just the uh, ones you've been playing. No one's liking right. anyway. So okay, Monster Hunter Rise. Out of all the Final garbage I'm playing currently that you don't like watching, which of them would you like watching the most? Which is one what makes you, you ask suffer? Them. Right. Which what, one makes what, you suffer the least? The least suffering. The least suffering. <laughs> which inflicts the least suffering on you? Okay, got it. Uh, That's how, so one of these surveys. I think if I had gone into Trails completely blind, like it, when it first came out and I didn't pay attention to reviews, and I just went ahead and bought it, I think I would have definitely been at the impression like, holy crap, is this one of the slowest starts I have ever seen to an RPG and I might not have gotten through it. I would have five hour ruled that yeah. crap. Yeah. Um, but because the expectations were set in place, I got comfortable. I but did it here's the thing, trip. Phil. Here's what's surprising when I think about this. Like, oh yeah, the first ones are bad. Like, wait a second. These games got popular with the first ones. They were popular mm-hmm. When Trails came out, how did this work? How did, how did like, Max Storm like them and stuff? <laughs> I, 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 I guess if you like slower starting games that are slice of life, I mean, it feels very slice of life and, you know, very small scale, which I have nothing against small scale adventures. One of my favorite Pathfinder adventure paths is Council of Thieves that takes place mostly in one city. Um, and, and I feel that those can be fun. Uh, but yeah, I'm with you. I, I, I like when the first game first came out. I'm not looking at its reviews right now, but I, maybe it gets better later on in the game. But boy, this is a long ass start. It makes Persona Five look rushed. 
it just it makes uh it makes the persona games look like they're they're quick on the draw it's it's definitely but that's it's fine it was I, probably I, I, a tie, sign of the times where people wanted a more traditional jrpg construction with anime tropes at the time yeah. that it came out and the people who because if i recall correctly i think max storm and, and some of the others who like those games were playing the legend of hero games which were not exactly top tier rpgs before that so they were already into this series and then this one was better and so they're like hey give this a try and it just hit right and it was at the right time and then it gave them a following and now now trails in the x is just a thing and i say well, I yeah i think what really helps is from what i understand is that uh tits sc really picks up the pace and 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 makes gives you a big payoff for yeah, the but it took us a while to get a C. One. I thought like well, I'm I'm just saying like that probably helped to build up. Kelly, the you're the backtrack person. Have you done a trails backtrack? Did you figure out the timeline here and how they got popular? Um, I feel like when okay. I feel like once the Cold Steel games came out and they were more accessible because they were on systems that people actually had. Um, that's when they started getting popular. Yeah, um, I, I, my yeah, guess, I don't feel like that they were popular. I don't, I, while there were people who liked it and gave it good reviews, right. I don't think that Tits 1 was where it exploded no. on the scene. And, uh, you know, I there feel is like the hype built definitely up a contingent releases. of like Cold Steel players going back and playing the first games now. Like, yeah. that's a thing. Yeah. But yeah, definitely those people got turned on to Cold Steel or they decided to release Cold Steel here, I thought due to positive reaction to the Sky games, but I just want someone to pick through that history now. Um, yeah, because my, my impression was, you know, tit, the early Tits games come out and, and there was people who loved them, like Max Storm and stuff like that, but it wasn't a, a, a large number of people. But as more and more releases came out and that steam built grew. up, yeah, then people go back and play the old an games. underground uprising of... And, yeah. And that's how I've gotten involved in the series is those people who have played Cold Steel's like, Phil, oh my gosh, it now you know so much of this is paying off. So much of this is tying in to get the world building and the time that I spend these early games is really paying off. This is really an epic series. Oh, here's a thing, Phil. Yuna says Cold Steel was very Persona-like as well, which means mm-hmm. that would have appealed because people wanting another Persona game yeah. during that drought between um, four and five. Yeah, okay. Yeah, pretty interesting. So I, uh, so I, 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 because it's a little bit slower, um, and I've got some grinding along the way that I do because I don't like to pass up a monster that's there in front of me. Uh, I've also been helping to pass the time while streaming, listening to classic RPG cast. Oh gosh, why are you doing this to me? I went back to the first and second one. Hey, guys, you should go back and check it out. You can Don't. get it on our website, rpgamer.com, and just look at RPG Cast and keep pressing the next button until you get to, like, episode one. And go back and listen to Chris and Anna back then. It's great. Yeah, so first, if you actually want to do that, my apologies that the iTunes feed doesn't go back that far. The software I use on our website has a cap on how many episodes it'll put into an RSS feed. And I'd rather use that software than work around that cap with some other solution so um yeah if you're better off searching for the actual old episode site that and we've imported them all on the new site yeah, so it's that's all how on you the get new them. site yeah yep i went and downloaded it off the new site you can also all... figure out how the links work and just replace the number with 001 <laughs> that, that'll that work too a little bit... <laughs> oh that might work too yeah i, I have to say like finding the web pages is a bit harder because we need yeah. the web pages like 001 dash 
where's the beef? Yep. You know, so yeah, WordPress does that are. title stuff in there. Stupid yeah. WordPress. Sorry. But yeah, the individual files are easier to. But anyways, um, so it's fun listening to RPG cast. And what was interesting is that very first RPG cast I was listening to on Wednesday, I think while I was playing Baldur's Gate, had a lot of tie into what's going on today because there was talk about like Star Ocean, for example. Um uh, and I forget what else, but there was a couple of times where we're pausing like, oh, yeah, whatever happened to that? Oh, right. We're talking about that today. <laughs> so that was always fun to go back and visit those. Playing Baldur's Gate, uh, made it to the titular Baldur's Gate city. And yeah, speaking of I everything keep... happening in a city, it sounds like half your campaign is just going to be in that side that city. Yeah, you know, I and you know, so I found another way to put the word tit in somewhere, right? Oh, um, so I'm going to keep abusing that but Baldur's Gate yeah the city is huge I just don't remember any of this I know I beat Baldur's Gate in the past but holy cow this is your second playthrough I blocked this oh, yeah I, I beat Baldur's Gate in the past play but the new I games remember play this. new games you don't need no, to play no, the old one up to now. Baldur's Gate 3 I you've already play played it though you don't need to build up to it you've built up to but, it but you I don't did remember the work. it you don't, don't watch a summary that's what YouTube's for watch a summary that city is huge it's like 12 screens taped together on the edges yeah. it's huge yeah. and there's a lot of things going on how would you somebody... do that at a table setting is what i want to know like do you just have like a giant map on the table and like... no you guys would never get a map of of, of silver fall or iskrala when you're playing my campaign you just get your imagination and you uh... get one picture i pulled off of uh google of like here's a really well let's big say you were a city. good gm how would you do it <laughs> yeah no still no map yeah no i'm not that good everybody GM. needs to know in phil's so, in the pen and paper game we're playing this week phil put us into final fantasy one this is true <laughs> this is true I, I think you were the first one to figure it out when yeah did, of when course. did it dawn on you was it the very first screenshot or well, was it well the, the i wasn't the sure name? which game we were in until you told us the city like yeah. i I'm like, okay, we're in Dragon Quest or Final Fantasy or some other video game generic one. I don't know what we're going for. Then you said Cornelia or whatever. Like, oh, okay. So we're in Final Fantasy 1. There's going to be a well in the, in the center of the city, and I need to come wash my face. So, And I thought it was really funny and awesome how your rogue managed to pick the super locked doors in the castle. Yep. So he rolled really, really good he on those. He did really good campaign-breaking items. You guys and then you guys got the freaking 8-bit tint. Yep. Got I created eight... all this in the system. It's an 8-bit tint. And, uh, tint. And, and and you guys were like, oh, this is game breaking. I'm like, crap, I should nerf this now. <laughs> I don't <laughs> this know is it's game break, eight bit tint. 8-bit tint. Um, but uh, anyway, digress. But yeah, no, I, I've, had, uh, I've had campaigns where I've detailed out uh, the city because uh, on some of the pre-written adventure paths that I run, like Rise of the Rune Lords, they have like all of Sandpoint there mapped out. And I'll I'll usually at the beginning of the session, I'll show everybody the map and I'll point out some landmarks that are there. And then nobody looks at it again because there's really not a real need to, you know, there's going to be two or three points in the city that you're going to hang out at this particular bar uh, and things like that. So there's not a lot of reason for people to kind of go there. It can help deepen immersion, but I feel like that the time invested to do something like that by hand is not worth the payoff to the players. But if I'm buying a pre pre-written adventure path where they've already done that work and that's part of the purchase price, I'm happy to share that with the players and spend a few minutes going over it to help deepen their experience. So to answer your question. Um but anywho, yeah, Baldur's Gate, huge, huge city. And uh, somebody poisoned our rations and we had 10 days to live. 
And I didn't know if he was just lying to me to get shit from me. So I might have Googled it up and turns out, yes, indeed, you are poisoned and in 10 days your party will die. <laughs> so that wasn't that wasn't like an idle threat. Like there's no way to like if you guys are playing pen and papers, like can we see for poison? Can we do a medicine check? There's no way to do that in Baldur's Gate. I don't know if this guy's pulling my leg just to get me to do what he wants me to do or get free stuff from me. I have no idea. Uh, that's the problem with these sometimes with these uh, computer adaptations. Uh, you don't know if someone's trying to hoodwink you or not, and you can't do like a sense motive check or medicine check or anything along those well, lines. Well, they should too. have um, they should have added optional character lines that your people say occasionally about how they feel bad. Yeah, that's that would they, be nice. That would have been nice. Yeah. Yeah, for all of its quote unquote good writing, nobody in your party speaks up and goes, "I did feel ill the other day," or "Hey, you do look green around the good." Like, well, some party. keep in mind, Phil, that system that that game engine, it's hard. It's everything they did in there is held together by, you know, shoestrings and bubblegum. So that's true. (laughs) Um, I'm still enjoying it. I just use Google on the occasion if it bugs me too much. It gets me through some of those rough patches. I'm not going to spend forever trying to figure out which NPC to talk to next or anything along those lines. Um, If I don't know what to do, I just look it up and move on and enjoy the game. Uh, So, yeah, enjoy not playing the game. (laughs) <laughs> no, it's totally playing the game. We've talked about this before. Chris. Okay. Enjoy the parts you uh-huh. like, ignore the parts you don't. Uh-huh. I'm sure you're not doing every single thing you could be doing in World World of Warcraft. Listen, I have a mod called All the Things. There you go. <laughs> that, the, the purpose of that mod is that. Yeah? I have it Are off right now. Are you doing all the PvP I have it off right now. <laughs> I have yeah, it off right now. Yeah. <laughs> um, the guy user. Right. Cyrell, whoa, is that Phil on the RPG cast? I know it's 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 altering reality. It's mind bending. Um, anywho, uh, and then did some more Monster Hunter Rise uh, this week with what he, who he calls himself the real Chris uh, Sparrow Boys. And we took on some more critter who's been doing some great sword practice. It turns out we were fighting. Uh, Have you learned how to counter with the great sword yet? I don't think that's a, oh, I'm sure it's not a thing. That but, is, uh, we were oh my God, it's the oh, most powerful move in Sunbreak. It's the silk bind where you counter, you can counter when they roar at you, Phil, and get charged up for a true charge slash, oh my God, yeah, learn your that, sword. That sounds like fiction. It <laughs> sounds like science fiction, make-believe stuff. So we were fighting um, Al- Almadron or whatever it's called, the big huge snake thing that throws around a lot of mud. And I was, I did great sword and we did really well. And then I decided to switch because I need to fight him again to get parts to make his really cool outfit, by the way, for your Palico, your Palamute. It's got this cyber thing. And I wanted, the, I wanted armor for my character so we could all three match because it's all about fashion. And mm-hmm. I need like plates. So that means you're going to have to farm the guy. So I go to farm him. And I'm like, let's do a different weapon this time. So I switched to dual blades, which are much faster. And it turns out I was getting my butt kicked a hell of a lot more with those than I was with the great sword, which is kind of interesting because we constantly have this discussion about, oh, you know, Monster Hunter games feel too slow. A lot of people who don't like it say it feels too slow. So my kick on this run through is like, let me use one of the slowest weapons in the game and see how well I do. And now the funny thing is I was doing much better with the very slow weapon than I was with the super fast responsive dual blades. So that, that was fun. That is weird. A lot of people like to start with dual blades. It's because I think, well, I think it's because you can pick and choose with the great sword. You pick and choose your shots and just one hit can do like 80 points of damage with the dual blades to get 80 points of damage. You got to at least do like a six hit combo, which, you know, if you're getting that greedy kind of opens you up to 
you know, have you looked attack. at the speed runs with dual blades, Phil? Oh yeah, I have. They yeah. make me so jealous. They hit every hit, and they oh, yeah. don't get hit, and it's they insane. It's like it's a insane. dance. And like, I want to play like them, and then you try, and you're like, I didn't play like them. Oh yeah, I did yeah. bad. And then you have like, uh, you know, the longsword players who can kill a uh, ultra magnum. Well, everyone looks down on minutes. the everyone looks down on the longsword players. So. Oh no, they're good. That takes some timing. I just don't want them in my group because they keep knocking me over. They're terrible. They're terrible group players, but solo? Oh, yeah. That's where it's at. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. And balloons, because balloons is awesome. Monkeys <laughs> pop balloons. Balloons must die. It's the balloons Halloween event. In, oh, in pop monkey, lots of balloons. In balloons. In the game balloons. Right. Okay. Balloons. All right, right. Cool. Like, that was what a hard balloons? turn you took there. All right. All right. Comes out left field. Bam! Nobody expects then, the balloon inquisition. Yeah. All right. Nobody expects us to be done with now playing already, so let's move on to news. Really? Or feedback. <laughs> to <laughs> feedback. <laughs> but also, um, Balloons. Why does that name sound familiar? It's a tower defense game. And oh. we talked about it last week. It's where you have monkeys shooting darts at balloons. And you got to keep the balloons from getting to your towers. Very important. I see. It just... It... <sighs> In my dumb little head, it sounded like a, a puzzle bop game. Mm, mm-hmm. But bust a move. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you're popping balloons. Oh, that has nothing to do with it. Never mind. That's what happens when I just invent a game in my head, apparently. Um, so, feedback from last week. We asked... Is there a game announcement that happens where you wake up and say, oh, man, I need to catch up on that series and then actually follow through? Um, Hang on. I'm excited for this one. Um, From Shaman, I didn't follow through to the end, but when the DS version of Dragon Quest 7 or 6 got a confirmed localization date, I finished off the Dragon Quest 9 save, beat 4, and got halfway through 5. Wow. (laughs) Okay. Um, (laughs) That's a lot of Dragon Quest. (laughs) You didn't miss that much because Dragon Quest 6 is considered one of the weaker ones in the series, but you you did do yourself a disservice not beating 5 because 5 is one of the best ones in the series. Just an FYI. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, from from Platy M, my podcast partner in crime, uh, aka Matt Mason, he said pretty much every Kaseki announcement gets me to play a couple of more. We've had a new game every year for the past few years, and each one has got me closer to catching up. I'm halfway done with Cold Steel three, and the Trails into Reverie announcement will get me to finish Cold Steel three and four. You're going to uh, run out of I'll games get, to catch up on soon. <laughs> I'll get caught up and then not likely play Reverie until 2024. Yeah, that's right. He he finished Calvert on the Vita. Oof. Or on his hacked Vita. So he's not playing through... Uh, not Calvert. Crossbell. He, so he's not playing from zero because he already did it. Yeah. Okay. For some reason, I thought he needed to play through from zero, but I guess not. Um, from Berserk, all the hype around Trails of Cold steel plus the pandemic giving me a bit more time last year meant i tried to jump on board with those games i slowly worked my way through cold steel one and two so far great games but they take a long time to get through unless Mm -hmm. i really drop everything else yeah 
and we were talking last night on the discord that because those games have so much text it's not a game that you want to play when you're tired because you know you're going through long cutscenes. um or in my case sitting there reading text and trails from zero and it's just who else fun. wants trails from the lit rpg or just the the audio book can we just convert that it to an nice. audio series <laughs> that would be kind of nice sometimes there's anime adaptations, but I've heard they Are there? suck. Oh. Yeah. Like, how can those be good? Anime ap- anime has to cut things, you know? <laughs> yeah, Josh said that the trails, uh, that the tits anime, well, that, oh, that's not a good combination. Please don't talk. That's, that's, that's not on Twitch. The- that's not, that's a terms of service violation. <laughs> that's a, that's a that's RP word. That's the H word. Oh. That's the H anime. No, I'm I'm sorry. The Trails in the Sky <laughs> anime tried to adapt like what eighty hours of gameplay into an hour and thirty minutes or something like that. Mm. So, yeah, kind of sucks. Um, though I I wish that they would at least do like an anime series or something. Um, from from Tracer Three, after I found out that Trails of Cold Steel Two was coming to America, I found a renewed interest in getting to know the series. The renewed interest helped me push past the first two hours of Trails in the Sky. I had owned it for two years, but kept struggling with the slow pacing at the beginning of the game. Um, and then from uh, uh, Last Zim on Earth, I think it's Ryan McCarthy on our site uh, sure. said on. Honestly, Like a Dragon announcements reminded me I still haven't gotten around to playing Seven or either of the Judgment oh, games. Oh, good call. So- Once you're done catching up on Trails, start catching up on Yakuza. <laughs> I-, I think that's an-, that's an either question, not a... Nope. Got to do them all. Right, Phil? Um, got to catch absolutely. all the games. Yeah. Absolutely. Got to yep. do the whole series. At the same time. Yeah. You got to start one, two, three, four, five, and six, and seven at the same time and gotta rotate. Knock them out. Yep. Yeah, I mean... Yesterday you said tomorrow, so just do it. Yep. Make your dreams come true. <laughs> we are not responsible for any depression <laughs> caused by advice. <laughs> I'm and I'm sitting here thinking, wait, we already did we already do the like a dragon backtrack? No, that's coming out next month. <laughs> oh boy. Well, next month uh, that starts what Tuesday? So, um, so yeah, uh. That's all of our feedback. I don't know if we have a new question of the week just yet. I don't Probably think we not, do. Not, usually comes up during news. Yeah. Um, I guess that's a good transition into news. Phil, are you not backing me up here? Have any of you had any desire to play the original uh, Witcher? Sorry, I was booping, but I was apparently you were muted, muted, <laughs> yeah. muted booping, booping. Yeah. I have finished the first Witcher. I played oh, through excellent. it and finished it. It's and, gr- it's good. I like the thing the story does. It does a cool little sci-fi twist thing. Well, I guess it's not really sci-fi because it's fantasy, but they do like there's some timey wimey stuff I didn't expect. Huh. And fun uh, fact, it's one of the first games I reviewed for our site, the oh, Witcher Enhanced Edition. Oh, so Phil's played it too. Have you wanted to play it again just no. for old time's sake? No, no. No, once was good. You're done. You're <laughs> done. Just... Yeah, I need a more modern game. Uh, it, I was excited to move on to two, and uh, I hear three is pretty good. I just, let's keep going forward. <laughs> 
you know, I, I thought for a hot minute that, uh, you know, I might want to collect all those cards. But then I realized I could just pull them up on the Internet and be done with it. Mm-hmm. Wait, the cards so, that you get for banging women in the yes. game? Well, it's very important. You got to catch them all. Gotta catch them all. <laughs> yeah, you don't need those cards. Uh, Move on yeah, to something else. Them. I'm just, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to lead you guys on into saying the Witcher, the original Witcher remake has been announced. This was the 2009 uh, Witcher, the one that started it all, basically. Yeah. Um, so th- they had like a bunch of Witcher announcements recently, and they said that the Canis Major project is actually a full remake of the first game, which I think is good. I have the game on Steam, and I played it, and it's a little bit jank. Um, crashed on me several times and just controls like butt and um, now it's being developed by Full Theory using the Unreal Engine 5 and um, CD Projekt Red is providing creative supervision I have no idea if this will be a good or bad thing I not The Witcher's been off my radar but hey if you've ever wanted to play that original game but don't want to deal with 2009 PC game jank then there you go. Um, uh, obviously, this is in development, so like, what it could be twenty twenty four before it comes out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it see, seems like a hard sell to me. It's just, it's. I mean, maybe they'll do something phenomenal here and it'll blow us all away. But the original, the original game, date hasn't aged too well. <laughs> I mean, they have to do a lot of remastering. It isn't just the graphics or anything like that. It's the, the gameplay itself is is kind of on the rough side. The story is really good. So maybe if they kind of maybe did it, I know the Witcher 3's engine was well received. So maybe they kind of redid that in that engine. That that might do the trick. Yeah, that that feels like that could be the right way to go with that. But who who knows? Um, we don't have any. This is just an announcement, no screenshots or anything. So I guess we will stay posted for the future. Um, coming out in the future, as in November 18th, it's going to be Pokemon Violet and Scarlet. And they revealed a new Pokemon this week. Grievard the Ghost Dog. What? It's it's a... Uh, it's the Halloween like Pokemon? Yeah, it looks like a sheepdog with a big old mouth and it has a candle on its head. Ah, nothing says Halloween like candle on its head. You know take candle! I was about to say, it's a dog, not a kobold. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Why are kobolds different in every game system? Like I don't know. They're not. They're lizard things in D anD. d They're like dog things in WoW. Like, make up your mind, folks. What is a kobold? But a miserable pile of candles. <laughs> so. Well, you know, it's more controversial than that. What? What is a goblin? Is it good? Is uh, it bad? Is it? Pog is the best goblin ever. So this I, is I, the big debate in our our Pathfinder games yep. is is they made in Pathfinder Second Edition they made Pog, my uh, goblin they made goblins voice, playable characters and my old school gamers just can't handle it their brains their brains are imploding they they don't understand it they've always been enemies what do you mean suddenly they're good guys this does not compute uh go- goblins are a, d- a discussion onto itself because of unfortunate implications uh, thanks to Harry Potter goblins that we yeah. probably don't want to get into. Oh. All I know is that kobolds only live 11 days. 11 days. 11 days. <laughs> uh, critical role <laughs> reference. Um, so, so no one's uh, curious about the ghost dog? Tell me about the ghost dog, Kelly. Uh, I'm very curious uh, about the ghost dog. 
it, it has the ability to pick up just like Meowth does. So it picks up things like rare candies and balls and stuff and gives them to you. Okay, and good. It's, it spends its time resting underground with only the topmost glowing part of its head visible. And then when someone draws near, it will leap out and follow them. But in its affectionate personality. That sounds like terrifying. Absor- it also absorbs the life force of those nearby. Oh, God. Wow. <laughs> that just went dark real quick. Like everything, Pokemon, there's a hidden darkness. Well, yeah, ghost Pokemon are always dark. dark. For a second there, I thought like... That's uh, dark enough to be in Diablo 4. Uh, for a second there, I thought, Ghost Dog, it's the ghost of Pokemon that got hit by cars. Oh, no. No, they somehow it's... made it darker than that. It's a ghost of, um... What's the what's the one that wears its mother's skull as a helmet? Oh, oh Cubone? It's Cubone's dog. <laughs> It died pr- trying to protect Cubone's mother. <laughs> <laughs> well, you remember when I horrified you with my theory that uh, you evolved a Cubone by killing uh, Ken- Kangaskhan? Say that again. I I said one time that you know because th- there was always a theory that uh, Cubone was a baby Kangaskhan. Ah, right, right. His mother died. Right. So it's like, well, that that's that's how you evolve it. You just get a brick. No. And... <laughs> <laughs> T- take out the mother. All right. So Car- Severin's in the chat. He says, although usually invisible, a kobold can materialize in the form of a non-human animal, a fire, a human, and a candle. So. A ha- so we, can we combine the non-human animal and human together, like in that list? I don't know why we need them distinct if we're going to have both in there. Just an animal, a fire, and a candle. <laughs> and I, I wasn't even reading the chat and uh, mind melded with my husband. Mm-hmm. I hear they're adding a ghost type version of Eevee. You need a special stone to evolve it into a ghost type called a brick. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible. We've had some. We've had some That's terrible. Oh, by the way, Witcher 1, it turns out it's going to be an Unreal Engine 5. So whoever was I asking said. about Engine. Oh, okay, cool. I missed that. I, I mean, sorry. I said I'm That's sorry. Okay. Um, oh. But yeah, ghost, ghost puppy. Does this make you more um, or less excited for the new Pokemon? Uh, indifferent. Call me okay. when they announce a new cat. Sounds Wait, good. they already did. Did they? Um, oh. Yeah. Is it any good? Oh, oh, weed cat. Yeah. Weed cat. Yeah. Um, I, I, I'm excited for the, the new Pokemon, but that's that goes without saying. I'm also excited for Tactics Ogre Reborn because we've got more gameplay details, classes, and characters. Um, we have a huge article about uh that goes into the different skills, um, the different uh elements of the battlefield during combat, like terrain, um. That kind of stuff. Interesting article. I it'd be kind of hard to go into it all right here. Um, the one thing important that is coming back, the Wheel of Fortune system. Where I love Wheel uh, of Fortune. Terms of DMCA service. Okay, anyway. Um. So the Wheel of Fortune lets you go back and revisit any choices you made and um take the other route which is nice so that you don't have to play through the entire game to see what you didn't pick. And then the chariot tarot allows you to um, rewind actions in combat. So just like on the PSP version. Yeah. Um, Both of those things are coming back, which is nice. 
from the lettuce clings together version. I mean, it looks it looks really really cool. Are, are you upset with the graphic style at all, Bill, or are you indifferent? Yeah, I'm indifferent. I mean, it looks cool. I'm not I, too I, picky. I would I prefer the people... hard edge pixels, but whatever, I'll deal yeah. with it. Yeah, yeah, I, I can see that. Yeah, I heard people complaining about that, and it's like that that style really doesn't bother me that bad. Yeah, it, it's kind of like. They've got the filter I don't like on, but they don't have it, or they have it blended with something else, so it's not as severe. So it's kind of okay. Yeah, it's 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 you know it, it's something we've seen in a lot of the remastered and playing some different ones. You know, we were playing Grandia, and you know they kind of got that Grandia is even worse. Kind of got that smear effect going on. Well, Grandia, that's because it's a PlayStation HD. game. But it's oh, the HD one. Stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And so there's definitely parts of me that says I, I prefer that people just use the hard edge pixely graphics, but Ugh. I don't think it's nearly a, a big deal. I don't know. Maybe me just personally, I looked at the trailer. I'm like, it looks it looks great to me. Get a, get a uh, upscaled version of Final Fantasy 12 running on the PlayStation 2. <laughs> then you'll see some pixels. Mm hmm. Oh my gosh! Did I ever tell you all my? I haven't told you this story. Uh, Final Fantasy twelve. Uh, back in the day, I had uh, a, you know CRT television. I was playing Final Fantasy twelve on it at the time, and the TV broke. And I went to Walmart to get a replacement, but they no longer sold CRT televisions. Mm-hmm. So I had to buy uh, uh, something that was how horrid. More... I know. Forced I to buy an LCD. Well, I was kind of ticked because you know, whatever. So. Because I didn't have a lot of money anyways. But I ended up buying a plasma television. Ooh, and I good got choice. Home, very fancy. It, it, it's still upstairs today. It works great. It looks beautiful. Great colors. No burning? Uh, no. Nice. No. And I play a lot of PlayStation on it. And I haven't had, I haven't had a complaint. And cool. I'm only getting rid of it because I got an OLED now. And uh. So OLED's the bomb. And yeah, plasma's got to go away. Anywho, um, here's what's really funny. I hooked back up my PlayStation 2, started playing Final Fantasy 12, and I thought it was something was wrong and it was broke because it looked like such crap. And I thought, was this was also gonna... an SD to HD jump as well, or just just well, it's, CRT yeah, it's a plasma HD? No, I'm, but was the CRT SD or HD? Uh, yeah, the old one was uh, yeah, standard. Yeah. Oh, so okay, so now you have pixel doubling and um non. Uh, and you don't have the fuzzing effect that you get from CRT that blends things together. So, oh boy. Right. And <laughs> oh boy. those textures that <laughs> they have in 12 combined with it, I thought yep. there was something broke. I kept messing with all the settings on the TV. I was about to take it back and refund it. Here's I really how, thought it learn broke. how we were cheating you by just taking advantage of how inaccurate your TV is at at picture yes. reproduction <laughs> yes and so uh then and and then yeah. i you know i did some research on the internet before i took about thankfully to realize okay it's <laughs> no this is it, just it how is games look you didn't realize it was bad but because it now you so have a good bad. tv <laughs> so bad um, I, another I playstation a... <laughs> 2 games don't look as bad final fantasy 12 is just horrible i, well, I mean 10 yeah. was like it too but 12 oh, okay. went went to a new level because it's a later game so they tried yeah to, yeah it yeah. I, I did a similar thing with the uh, an OG Xbox because I didn't understand how the pixels were either, and I thought I got a bad Xbox. And, and ex- <laughs> did I get a bad a Xbox? You actually I, I exchanged it? No, yeah, Kelly. <laughs> I, I, I really didn't understand, but there, there was also a GameStop employee that day that was just being an asshole to me about it. 
And now I kind of understand. Kind you of don't, you don't want it. Oh, is that the one who was like, you don't want an Xbox? No, this is something, this is something entirely different. Vaughn oh. might remember the story where okay. this guy just was just like chewing me out. And it's like, look, can you just exchange the Xbox? Well, I mean, it turns out they were right, right? Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately. Well, I, I think what I ended up doing was getting a different cable and it, it looking just fine. But oh, good. At the same time, you know, it's it's a new transition to a new system. Yeah, you'd and... hope the GameStop people would know how to help troubleshoot or help people along yeah. there. But, you know, and instead of, they're paid you know, minimum instead... wage and they don't get trained in customer service. They get trained in selling Game Informer magazine subscriptions. And instead well, of, you know, screaming at me at how wrong i am i guess that's done uh, now isn't it no more game informer i don't know yeah they they laid everyone off i, I think. honestly don't know all right well whatever um it, it was just one of those things that at the time annoyed me a little bit um it, it's weird i have i have like simultaneously great experiences with gamestop and terrible ones because the great ones are great people just being awesome to me and helping me out and stuff like that and the terrible ones Oh, you should have pre-ordered. And, <laughs> and I can, whenever it starts, done. whenever pre-order, the word pre-order is involved, you know you're in for a bad time at GameStop. Uh, uh, yeah, and I shouldn't have punched you in the face. <laughs> you should I have pre-ordered. I've never really assaulted anyone, but I, God, when someone said that, I sure as hell thought about it. <laughs> <laughs> um. R-Type Tactics 1 and 2 Cosmos officially announced. I didn't know that there was R-Type Tactics games. Yes, there are. I've never played them. The original R-Type Tactics came out on the PlayStation Portable, known as R-Type Command in the United States. Um, We never got the sequel. R-Type Tactics 2 Operation Bitter Chocolate. Okay. I like bitter chocolate. It's tasty. Um... These are it, these are remakes of the strategy RPGs that I just mentioned. A bundle is planned to release worldwide in the summer 2023 for PC, PS4, PS5, and Nintendo Switch. Um, NIS is handling the collector's editions. So I I always see the screenshots. I want to see how this is actually going to play. Um, it looks like hex-based combat. Yep. Oh, I want to keep an eye on that. Um, are you are you guys dying to play Fallout again? No. No. Uh, well, too bad because uh, <laughs> Bethesda announced PS5 and Xbox Series X versions of oh, Fallout boy. 4. And I just got a copy of Fallout 3 on something like Epic or something like that. Yeah, Epic had it for free. I forgot to claim it, but I've heard Which bad things. I could boot it up game. again and say, I don't want to play this anymore, still. Um, <laughs> this is hashtag this? not my Fallout. Though I should probably play New Vegas. Our site really likes it. So these are these are going to launch sometime in 2023 and be available as free upgrades for the PS4 and Xbox One versions. Um, we'll also an accompanying free PC upgrade for all of the stuff. So awesome! I, I love it when the, at least they provide the upgrades for free. Um, I guess call me when they are going to remake New Vegas because I've heard that that's the one that's actually good. That's what people say on our site. Mm-hmm. That it has the story um, chops to to be worth playing um we've got the final part of the mission report video series for star ocean the divine force which is out right now oh boy video 
10 minute video that covers some of the game's story elements and boss battles and combat tips for players. We have this video hosted on our site. You can go check it out. Um, Star Ocean, the Divine Force came out yesterday. Tam's playing it right now. I'm waiting for reviews before diving in. Um, we've got Wizardry, Wizardry VA getting an official title in a 2023 launch window. Well, Phil, you're so, my wizardry expert. What do you think about this? The new wizardry? Um, it looks dark. It looks dark. <laughs> oh, it's a Diablo game. Okay. It's wizardry. Wizardry games are not very bright and cheerful and happy-go-lucky, um, except for maybe Class of Heroes, which you know oh. doesn't really carry the wizardry title, but it is by you know the wizardry team people. Anywho, um, no, I you know on one hand I'm like mobile, eh, but then I took a look at the the videos, and what's really interesting to me, and I don't know why this intrigues me so much, it's your it, you know so wizardry games for those who don't know are are what we call blobbers or first person perspective dungeon crawlers, and so in these I'm first sorry, person dungeon you said crawlers, blobbers. Blobbers. Why is it called Blobbers? So way back in the you know eighties when they came out when they first came out with these first person perspective dungeon crawlers, right? Um, so you're seeing from the eyes of your team or your protagonist. So all you see are the walls and the monsters in front of you. Well, how is your character represented represented physically within the game? So the, the running the running uh, theory was that it was a blob. Oh, right? okay. Because they never really had to make your character look like anything. But if it needs to have a physical presence so it can like push things around or interact or just, you know, know where the game, the game knows where you're at. It's probably really a cube, but no one wanted to call it a cuber. So they went with blob because blobs well, are Cubert was already. Um, and Cubert was taken. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. Copyrighted. So blob, they're usually they're by old school people that call blobbers. Other people would just call them first person perspective dungeon crawlers, which is a bit of a mouthful. Um, but yeah, they've been the wizardry games go back to the 80s and they're known for being tough as nails we actually played wizardry 8 uh last year on the rpg club which you can join by anyways um but that was our game of the month that we did that one and that was fun but it, it took was, a lot longer than difficult. a month right it does take longer than a month we gave it two months it's a beefy game did you um, even finish it no oh. like I, I beat it way back in the day so i wasn't gonna i really had no desire to, to beat it again but i did dive into it for a few streams and made a team and reminded myself why i don't want to go through it again but um but it was a lot of fun. A lot of people had a ton of fun, and there were a number of people that had beat it uh, on that playthrough. Anywho, the the uh, what's interesting about this mobile game is there's several points in that trailer where you get to see what appears to be party members, right? It's your mm. elven dying. wizard lady. They're dying sometimes. But now these graphics are – the graphics that are there are nothing big or awesome. But – I don't know why my mind is blown by the fact that I can see my party members in a blobber and have um, them represented. I have, a, I, just... I have a problem with this. I just realized that you said mobile game. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's coming out for iOS and Android in early 2023. Yeah. There's another problem. It's free to play with in-game transactions. Yeah. Yeah. So there's definitely uh, going to be some red flags there to keep an eye out for. All right. I'm, oh, I'm oh, out. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm good, thanks. So <laughs> I was interested, eye... now I'm not. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely the jury's definitely gonna be out. I'll keep I'll keep an eye out on it. And... I hope you give us a stream to impress on it though. And, uh yeah, well we'll see. We can get your hopes up. It's free to play. Uh, it's it doesn't cost you anything it's to free, try it. Right? Yeah. right. I have to find a way. I guess I could use blue stacks maybe what to do play you mean? it oh, on the stream. You don't have a HDMI out adapter for your phone or something? No. Oh no. Well get one. Then hook a controller to it. Up. Good to go. 
We'll send yeah. you one. We'll send you one, Phil. I'm sure. <laughs> Just to experience this gem, right? Honestly, if I'm I can sure fund it's... your suffering, I am all for it. <laughs> I'm all for funding the suffering. Oh, no. All I know is that whenever I've seen wizardry games that were like translated from Japanese, that they, they always have a patch in there to uh, make the game a little bit easier. Mm -hmm. And then it's still hard. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, oh, Cyrail is proud of me either for being out because it's a mobile game or because I'm sending you equipment so we can watch you suffer. I'm not sure which. I'm not sure which. Y'all play Diablo Immortal, you don't get to make fun of mobile games. We play Diablo Immortal so we can make fun of mobile games. It's mm -hmm. much better to come at it from a perspective of having experienced the thing you're criticizing than a perspective of ignorance. So don't give me that. <laughs> mm -hmm. Also, I didn't I mean, spend any money on Diablo Immortal. <laughs> I mean, I did. What, Anna? I am playing. Anna says you're welcome for me not spending money on Immortal. Sorry, go ahead. I, I'm playing Idle Champions right now. and uh, That's a game I've spent money on and probably should. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, $10 for the season pass, but you get a whole bunch of stuff that's really handy. I, I, can't, that whole I season. can't season passes. <laughs> Which is funny because our next story is about a season pass I'm going to buy. <laughs> Yeah, um, but it's not that kind of season pass. It's not like a free to play Fortnite season pass. Tell us about it, Kelly. Um, uh, that was the transition I wasn't even anticipating. So, Outcat Games announced it's releasing additional DLC for Pathfinder: The Path of or The Wrath of the Righteous. Um, three new paid DLCs are planned. And it's going to be bundled in the second season pass. Um, you've got this DLC sort of DLC, for, I'm cool with. This is like actual yeah. expansion content. You're paying money for yeah. it. You're done. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, what do you get? Oh. What do you get? Uh, so DLC four is a new companion character in the shifter class. Um, DLC five is a new six to seven hour standalone campaign that picks up after the events of through the ashes DLC. Um, that's just that. And then DLC six players revisit a rebuilding. Cadabras as it holds a new festival with the player character invited as a guest. Oh, Cadabras, it's a city. All right. After reading this, I may wait until I'm done with the first season pass before worrying about picking up any of these. None of these yeah. seem that compelling on their own unless you're just looking for an excuse to play the game more. Yeah, uh, it, 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 I, I do question it if the price point is a little high for what's being described. Yeah. I mean, if that uh, shifter class is super good, maybe, I guess, I don't know. This is we're talking about a game that already has like 150 exactly. different classes, and yeah. many of which are super powerful, as you know, in their own right. So I'm not super, yeah. It is priced at 28.99, and release dates have not been announced. Buy it now. <laughs> Why uh, wait? Yeah, for, for those who haven't who haven't you know checked out Path of Righteous or whatever have you it's being released on more and more platforms but it's one of the best if not the best CRPG ever made it's extremely beefy extremely deep it epitomizes you know the whole genre really it's just got everything that CRPGs or classic RPGs are known for classic PC RPGs are known for party building very very deep uh lots of lots of good writing lot you can romance characters um lots of different activities do you you eventually build up your own crusade uh, and get into these heroes of might and magic like fights 
with your crusaders like, they do campaigns in a way that i never imagined possible for like a pen and paper thing so i don't know how realistic these are to their pen and paper incarnations but like so with kingmaker for example like there's a lot of managing your kingdom I'm like there's yeah. no way you actually did this with your group yeah did you? we did yeah, wow and then we decided not to anymore oh, um so okay. yeah no you're <laughs> So, yes, to your point, to to different degrees, this stuff, it, like in Kingmaker, the kingdom building was definitely there. Here's to your, here's the thing. It, it, it does two things really bad in the original Kingmaker. Number one, it's not nearly as well play tested as Pathfinder itself. So it's a broken it's a broken mess. If you don't have a DM who's really on top of it and guiding the process, it's it's it falls apart very quickly. Uh, number two. It it doesn't engage all the players. Only certain players want to play Civilization, right? Oh yeah. So some Me. players get bored during <laughs> it. Um, and number three, it, it, if you thought like a campaign would normally take three years uh, at normal rates, this pads it out another three years, right? <laughs> it just doubles your campaign length, and you don't get much more satisfaction in return. There were third party companies. Kingmaker sold like hotcakes though, because the idea that you could run your own kingdom, start your own castle, become you know the monarchy, and everything else, and the party could play various uh, official roles in the kingdom, was was mind blowing. So it sold like hotcakes. Third-party companies. Uh, oh, actually came I didn't up think behind. about that. Instead of just me being doing everything, you had other players be those roles. Yes, I yeah. was filling so, them with NPCs in the video game. Okay, right. So people would have to kind of there would be a group discussion of who's going to be the treasurer, who's going to be the the royal spy, cool. et cetera, et cetera, and who's going to be the monarch. Uh, so that was always fun to see. But it didn't work you know, out. How that was going to work out <laughs> and how well that was. That, that, so the third-party companies came in and fixed it? So the, the third-party came in and revamped uh, the the town and the mass combat rules, which is something that was a little bit more balanced and playable. Uh, I bought that, but I never got a chance to actually run it with a group, which uh, free self-promotion. I'm actually, I actually posted on simplyplaying.games, a new Kingmaker campaign for anybody who might want to join on Sunday mornings. Are you going to so, do the kingdom management in it? That'll be part of the discussion for the okay. group to make. Just oh. like in the video game, you God, can turn it on. Now I want to join and do that, but yeah, I can't. Yeah. Um, so, Phil, what about Wrath yeah. of the Righteous? Since we're talking about the sequel here, not so Kingdom Wrath, Maker. Did Wrath that have the, the similar gimmick? Oh my gosh, you talk about a slog. Uh-oh. So, oh yeah. <laughs> because you don't just have the crusade mechanics that we were just talking about, but you also have the epic, uh, the heroic levels that you find in that game, if you recall, like there are certain points in the story where they give you a heroic power, right? Uh-huh. And that levels up to 10. So Pathfinder first edition is already super crunchy. And by the time you get to 10th level, the game's super slow because you've got superpowers, interrupts and everything else that slows combat down to a crawl. And then they come along and they introduce these epic rules with the sales pitch of like, there's heroes out there that become powerful and do great things. But then there's Hercules and these other kind of half mythical beings that are more powerful that do greater things. And that was their selling point for <laughs> mythic powers. Um, and it slowed the freaking game down to just, oh. Why does mythic terrible. power slow things down? Because it's more actions you can pick from, oh, more things okay. you can do, and more interrupts. Gotcha. And more things you have to adjudicate, because you're going to get more buffs and more things. So the sort of thing of that's other. aided by a computer system doing exactly. it Exactly. Works okay. just fine in the computer system. Yeah. I mean, with, with that being said, you play Pathfinder, um, you know, on the computer, and you know, that's still, it's still quite a bit to manage. When you're managing no, no I meant like the video the game, Wrath of the Righteous. I didn't mean like what we're doing with the, with VTT, but yeah, but I, obviously with, VTT would help, but even then players still yeah. take forever deciding what to do. 
Yeah. So it was, it was I don't think Phil Wrath has to Righteous. yell at us a lot to to hurry <laughs> up. <laughs> Let's hurry up. Um, I'm 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 surprised that you know it did well enough for them to decide that. Was the reason the I love you as a DM is that you stick to the time schedule. And I yeah. my my local hey, group would never do that. <laughs> speaking of sticking to time. Oh yeah, go ahead. Um that that was all that about that. All right. Uh, and then speak, Mid- Marvel's Midnight Suns We'll talk more later, it, Phil. Cool. Announced the season pass. Um consist of will consist of four DLC packs adding a new playable superhero with each with uh new story missions, skins and outfits. Um the DLC packs include Okay, so number one is Venom. Number two oh is... Oh, I'm sorry, number one is Deadpool. Number two is Venom. Number three is Morbius. And number four is Storm. Hey, Wait, Morbius? Morbius? Like, I thought that was a just a crappy movie. Is that actually a comic book character? No, he's actually a comic book character. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah, he is. Uh, all I know is it's Morbin time from everyone's memes. I didn't oh, know it was an gosh. actual thing. <laughs> RP Gamer apologizes to all the Marvel fans. Chris just pissed off. Sorry. I've I've wanted to watch that movie just to see how bad how it bad is. it is. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds like one of those bad movies that's just amazing to watch. How is there not a riff tracks already? I'm sure they're working on one. <laughs> um, it's, the DLC is going to be released in 2023 Ooh, for the, the for the home out. for the home players. The the people um, who watch live on Twitch, we have two cats in the bed now. Um, it's also part of the DLC is also part of the ninety nine ninety nine legendary edition, which includes uh the season pass and twenty three premium skins. Um, the game comes out on December second. Um, story of seasons: A Wonderful Life is heading to more platforms. So during the uh during the Nintendo Direct, they announced the Switch version of um story seasons a wonderful life remix and it's also going to be on ps5 xbox and uh playstation 5 um this is a remake of the gamecube and playstation 2 version of story of season um it was originally called harvest moon a wonderful life and that was kind of more of a semi harvest moon if that makes any sense gosh we need anna here to tell us about a wonderful life but she's not here Nope. And then finally, we've got more d- details for Disgaea Seven, um, including oh, characters, go, and characters and classes. Um, the story follows a lazy samurai Fuji and okay. uh, an otaku named Pirika. All right. P- uh, P- Pirika. That's a hard name to pronounce. Pirika. Pirika. Wow, that really is okay. Uh huh. Um, do we have any of the new any character classes that are coming out? It's it's another one of those long articles that kind of goes into different things. Um, and we have a weird printies too. Oh, weird printies! I didn't see that. Just like uh, the dialogue, it looks like a cat printy, which is weird. Ah. Uh. So Fuji is a lazy samurai who's been taught to fight, um, and he's allergic to human emotions, apparently. <laughs> okay. While, uh, so he's an P- anime R- protagonist, yeah. Yeah. So Piririka is a um, was raised in another world and admires manga and movies. Oh goodness. Um, 
is why she's an otaku and appreciates the Bushido life. But um, when she sees how uh, Hinamoto, the Bushido village, is, um, she's shocked at the state of it. Um, naive and very good, though, she is. So that's that. Um, you got a couple of allies in there, as you do with Sky Games. And pretty much the gist of it. Obviously, we've got more in the article if you want to find out more. I'm sure we're also going to find out more as time goes by, as there is no uh, English announcement yet. Um, the Japanese version is coming out on January 26. That was all the news. Um, we've got new release dates now. Okay. Um, Sword, Sword and Fairy Together Forever is coming out next week on November 3rd. It is the Chinese mythology-based uh, RPG series. I can't remember if Together Forever was a spinoff or not. Yeah, I think it's like part seven of a giant series. Okay, yeah. gotcha. Um, Yaga's Roots of DLC, Roots of Evil DLC, has been released on consoles. Um, codes a new story chapter and side quests. Check that out. Um, Dragon Quest X offline demo was available in Japan only. Uh-huh. So if you've been curious about that, if you're Japanese, there you go. Um Steel Rising has more DLC or uh, yeah, it, it has announced DLC coming out on November 10th. Um this was that uh French Revolution Souls like um the DLC is going to take you to a new level and introduce some new characters. It's going to take us to a new level. And then finally, Genshin Impact version 3.2 update is launching in November. Um, I'll see, I'll see the exact date. Oh, wait, there we go. November 2nd. Um, this includes uh, the conclusion of the main storyline as multi-stage boss fight and a couple of new playable characters as well as in-game events. So... Please be excited. Please Genshin be Impact. excited. What's I'm coming out, excited. Chris? Let me tell you what's coming out. First off, we've got Doraemon Story of Seasons, Friend of the Great Kingdom for PC, PS5, and Switch. We have Sword and, Terry toge- Sword and Fairy Together Forever for Xbox One and Series S and X. And Harvestella for PC and Switch. Get that farming on. Or go play an MMO. That's what I'm going to do. Yeah. <laughs> play an MMO. Maybe you can do both. Doesn't uh, Final Fantasy fourteen have farming now? No, yeah. There you or is go. that just the max level area? Uh, it uh, it's a finish the current expansion and then go take a vacation on your personal island sanctuary sort of thing. I think is how they're doing uh, that. I see. Because like your adventure needs some rest because you've been fighting for years or <laughs> something. Oh. You know, I wish Well would do something like that. Like, yeah, you know maybe champions? like a garrison that you can run. Yeah, but that I, I'm talking like something more chill. Like, you know what? Champion, take a break. Just, you deserve it. Just unsub for a while. They had that. It was called Shadowlands. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you have new release dates? That's it for new releases. Really? Oh, oh, just okay. those three. Yep. Um, what else we got, got for like uh, some early access, right? Yeah, Sig- Sigil of the Magi is available on early access right now. Um, it's fifteen bucks. It is a D 
deck builder tactical roguelike. It's a cute pixel art, or kind of a neat pixel art style. Okay. And check that out. Um, uh, th- there's also ten percent discount available until um October twentieth. So you can have fun with that. And then our editorials, we've got a Tactics Ogre Reborn impression from Sam Walker. Um, she is a huge. I can't remember how big of a Tactics Ogre fan she is now. Are you sure she even is one? Now I can't remember. Well, go read her impression and find out. Yes. See what she thinks about uh, Tactics Ogre. Um, And what's up with this magic circle? We start doing occult things? What's going on? Like some of our articles tend to do, people went through and picked some of their favorite magic users in-game and... I had a hard time. I don't think I participated in this because I had a hard time thinking of a mage I really liked. Um, but just just going through some of it, there's uh, Althea from Women in the Park, uh, Celine Jules from Star Ocean Second Story, uh, we got Dor- Dorothea from Fire Emblem Three Houses, Elliot Craig from Trails of Cold Steel. There's all sorts of different magic, magic users. All right. Kind of an interesting little article. Cool. And I think that brings us to the end of the show, doesn't it? Yep. Did we come up with a question of the week? What are we going to ask? Um. I can't just ask how cute is this cat because the audio listeners can't see this cat. Whose cat is cuter? Yeah, no, no, that's not going to work. Oh, you know what? Next week is... The, the question of the week doesn't work anyway because it's all extra life next week, right? So... Yeah. So all extra life. Yeah, yeah, so let's focus. What would we want to talk about about question related stuff on extra life? Hmm. What are you playing on extra life? Of, Go ahead. Uh, uh, what's your favorite extra life stream? Yeah. What What are you watching instead of us right now? <laughs> I like the concept, and I'm not offended. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> Maybe something else. What should What, what should we ask instead? Chat room, you got suggestions for question of the week? All right, put them in there. We'll we'll discuss it after the show. So I got to ask you, now that you know what's coming out, now that you know what's going on next week, what are you going to play, Kelly? Uh, more Shining Force 3, Scenario 3, and more Ooh. WoW. All right. I will be playing more WoW, more New World, and you won't hear anything about it because I'm going to be off the show for like six weeks. Or at least a month, yeah, something um, like that. Yeah. Pretty much taking the entire month of November off from our podcast. Mm-hmm. I know Alex is probably... I don't know if Alex is still going to be putting news stories in the sheet or not. Um, I'll have to do a massive purge when we come back if he does. I actually won't be playing WoW in New World because I'll be recovering. I can't use my mousing hand. (laughs) I don't know what I'm going to do. Probably watch lots of Netflix? I don't know. Nice. Netflix catching (laughs) up. That's what I would do. Hmm. I'll have to figure something out. I won't well, be I like a games. turn-based RPG and use your feet, maybe? I'll just listen to lots of audiobooks. Yeah, audiobooks are awesome. Yeah. Just lay on my bed, wish I felt better, and listen to audiobooks with my eyes closed. Actually, that sounds amazing. I'm old. <laughs> okay. Uh, what about... Uh, did I ask everybody else? Uh, what's your name? Phil. What are you going to do? Uh, you know, I'm going to dive further into tits. Oh, boy. Uh-huh. Keep working through Baldur's Gate. hmm Yep. Great. Get ready for extra live streams. There you go. Playing the game of life. Extra life. Game of life. 
Extra Life. Oh, I will be on doing news for Phil next week during Extra Life. Um, kind of, kind of taking over the producer role just a little bit. And yeah, gonna be it's gonna be fun times. I don't know what I'm gonna do. <laughs> you should ask us our question of the week. What are we gonna do on our month off? I'm probably gonna sleep more on the weekend. Mm. <laughs> but I thought. Oh, I th- you're not going to be on the str- the show with no, Phil? I'm going to be on the stream next weekend, but then during our actual break. Oh, are we taking an actual break? I thought Phil was po- doing yeah, shows every week. we're still doing week. them, Kelly. Yeah. Did you miss that? Yeah. I, I think I you did confused. miss that. She thought yeah. she was all planning you for You thought you were getting time off. No, the reason we got Phil doing it is so that we have episodes while I'm gone. Um, the show has to go I, on. Apparently Kelly wants a week off, though. Wow, I guess we're going to have to have a sidebar. <laughs> that that was just during extra life stream no that was for the for the whole break oops (laughs) thanks for letting me know no i'm kidding i (laughs) go crushed her dreams live on stream says chaos so this is why my boss tells me uh during my review i need to be a better communicator Uh uh-huh yeah i think that was anna and me who failed to communicate that to Uh, kelly uh well whatever (laughs) Tam's like it came off that way to me as well. Like, oh, yeah. sorry, folks. The plan is to still have shows, just not me hosting and not Anna hosting, just other people hosting, like Phil specifically. <laughs> yeah, I have. A... I need to Thank you, get... Phil, for helping. I've done a few podcasts in my time. He has no problem. Need to schedule yep. some surgery. Yeah, that the only way out is is physical injury or surgery. There you <laughs> go. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's the only way out of this madness. <laughs> Oh, Vaughn, I think it's time for me to fall down the stairs. Hey, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> okay. Let's move on. Things okay. Get awkward. So um, if you'd like to catch us for Extra Life next week, we are doing a big stream here at RP Gamer. I won't be doing it, but everyone else is. The, uh, the big thing is streaming 24, 50 hours. 50 hours to raise money to heal kids. We're going to have a variety of people on. Anna-Marie will be on. Phil will be on. Uh, Tam, everyone else is on, right? All our streamers are doing stuff. I, I don't know the schedule. Go to rpgamer.com, search for Extra Life. You find the 2022 article. Go click on the link of some whoever your favorite streamer is. I recommend Anna Marie because I'm married to her. And donate to them so they get lots of money for ch- to help heal kids because that's what we're doing it for. The, we're raising money for Children's Miracle Network hospitals, local hospitals for each streamer. Um, Anna's playing for Children's of his, of Wisconsin, and they use the money to help entertain kids, to help research treatments, to help improve care, uh, to pay for costs of, of parents that are incurred when they're coming to get their kids treated. Like, all sorts of good stuff comes from those funds. It's all helpful. Um, please donate, and then join us live to celebrate next week as we do our big stream. So thank you very much for your generosity already. And if you haven't, please give uh, some thoughtful consideration to whether or not you can afford to throw five bucks instead of at a coffee, maybe at uh, just uh, donating towards one of our streamers and uh, funding healthy outcomes for children. Okay. Mm. I think we're good, right? All right. Anything you want to say to people, Phil, to get them ready for you next week? Uh, yeah, we're gonna be uh, we're gonna be doing if you're if you uh, yeah for uh, for next week the RPG cast part of the is part of the extra life shenanigans and we will be starting an hour earlier than normal, so we'll be starting at 11 a.m. Eastern time, not noon. 
you don't want to miss out on that. And unfortunately, I, I, I don't have nearly the cool cat cams that Chris does, but I will hold Boosenheimer up to the camera once yes. or twice to carry on the tradition. All right. Ooh. Okay. Does he still sit on the arm in your chair? He, he does. does, but not during the day. Like when we're normally reporting the cast, it's usually on the night streams he does that. On the day, he's he's somewhere sleeping. So I have to, I'll have to grab him. Kitty. I've got two sleeping cats right here. Okay. With that, we're going to call it for the day. Thanks, everybody, for listening. I'll be back in like a month or so. And um, uh, I hope Phil and Kelly and all will take good care of you while I'm gone. Have fun. Catch up on your games. Get ready for quarter four releases, which surely there's something good coming out this. Oh, what are you looking forward to for the rest of the year? There's your question of the week. There you go. <laughs> there you go. All right. Bye, everyone. See you. Bye-bye. Around. Bye. Bye. Bye.